So, recently I have been trying my level best to not just really listen or hear what the other person's saying, but really tune in and get the essence of what they're saying. I mean, there is a subtle difference that I've come to understand, a subtle difference between actually getting what they're trying to say and really truly understanding the intent behind it and where they're coming from and their state of mind the way they are now i'm not trying to say read between the lines people no i'm not trying to say that all i'm trying to say is to really get to know people better whether they're your own family or friends or maybe even a stranger all you have to do is really open your ears one thing my dad has always told me like literally throughout my entire life is you have one mouth to speak and two ears to listen so use them proportionately and one problem that i've noticed with me is that sometimes i can really tune out or others other times i just you know listen to half of what they're saying and then just leave the other half and now i don't mean like tune in for the first five minutes of the conversation go away for the next five i mean like within that 10 minutes just go in and go out and because of that really lose out on what the entire thing is for example my mom she gives me a big list of things to do i end up doing less than half of them because i wouldn't have properly listened so in this episode i am going to be talking about what this experience has been like for me you know truly listening to people understanding what they're saying and not just listening for the sake of it so in this episode what i was thinking to do you know was basically bring about all these instances where I've actually tuned myself into the moment and, you know, to actually listen to what the the other person was saying and what I learned from that. Now, I'm not telling you that I am perfect and that I listen to everything everybody says all the time. Yes, I'm still human. I still zone out too, but sometimes I just like to be mindful and be in the moment. And these are some of the things that I've learned in the process. And maybe you can learn something with me. Now, um, the first instance I think would be from today. So for all the people who don't know, I don't think I've published the other exam diaries episode yet. I should not have said that. Anyway, um, for those of you who don't know, um, I've been writing my board exams, which is the Indian equivalent of your 12th grade final. And yeah, these exams are pretty important. They're really descriptive. You have to write like a shit ton in the paper. I mean, I love it and all, but sometimes it's just too much. So yeah, anyway, um, I'm finished with like four subjects. I have two more to go, English and physics. Today we had bio and I think I've done okay. So that's not what we're going to talk about. So um, let's give a little backstory here. Um, Yesterday night, I, you know, felt really anxious about bio. I was absolutely sure I'd somehow mess it up and, you know, all my hard work throughout the year would just go down the drain. I was genuinely freaked and I don't get very scared for exams that often. I literally am always so excited. I'm literally jumping up and down. I remember for my 10th grade finals, I was jumping up and down so much. The lady at the exam center had to legit tell me to calm down. 
So that's just an idea of what I'm like. And then compare that to yesterday night's, oh my gosh, there's an IO exam and I'm not prepared. It's like a huge difference. So that's where I was. And then this morning, mentally, I thought I was ready. I don't think I really was. I only like, you know, actually settled down mentally the moment I sat down in the hall and got my paper and actually went through the questions. So throughout the exam, I basically, you know, wrote down as much as I knew, tried to, you know, bring in, bring in info from like different chapters, you know, coagulate stuff and, you know, make things happen because um, I was underconfident the day before. This was my time to shine and prove to myself that, you know, even when I think I'm not prepared, there is some part of my mind that does. So I poured everything I had into that paper, right? And after the test, I really just wanted to stop, go home, not listen to anybody. I mean, on the way out of the exam center, I was literally keeping my head down. And you know those thingies that they put on horses? you know, domesticated ones, like to cover their eyes and stop them from looking to different sites. So that's almost how I was. I was literally just walking down the halls and making sure that I didn't see anyone and nobody saw me. I try not to make eye contact with anybody because I was just done. I didn't want to talk to anybody, you know, and I didn't want to listen. I thought I was done. So anyway, um, I was just getting off the bench and walking down the hall and then all of a sudden this girl who i last saw you know during the preparatory exams she just runs up to me she's like namitha hello hi and i'm like oh shit i did not want anybody to see me don't worry i said that inside my head so i'm like oh shit what do i do now i really don't want to listen so my first thought and i'm kind of ashamed of this was how to get away from her but I stayed and I listened and we spoke and she told me how much she missed me and how much she genuinely wished we were together for all the other exams and how she was in the same room as I was and I hadn't noticed and yeah she just kept going on and on and I wasn't really in the mood to talk much so I think I just switched off the talking part of me and just unconsciously subconsciously sorry switched on the you know I'm gonna listen part of me and as she was speaking, I i know this sounds kind of weird, but I was also thinking about what she was telling me and how she was telling me it. And I realized that I had originally thought of her, I'm not going to lie here, um, during the midterms and the preparatory exams, I thought she was a chatterbox. And Honestly, when our exams were back in our college, I would just like tell her that my friends were calling even if they weren't and I'd move off. And I know that sounds really mean, but I just was never in the mood to listen to her. And, you know, I would just try to get away from her. That's how, and it's not that she doesn't speak well. It's just that sometimes she just goes way too slow for me and I just zone out. So I try to avoid a lot of that before by you know making excuses going away but today she saw me and she seemed really happy and I didn't have anywhere else to go either so I was like you know what what the heck let's do this so yeah I just listened to her the entire way down our exam hall was like on the fourth floor we had to go all the way to the ground floor and she was just talking and talking and I'm gonna start off with her tone I kind of maybe tried to decipher too much i don't know you guys tell me i was just i i think bio does that to you i don't know i just really wanted to actually listen you know i didn't want to 
listen to what she was saying. I wanted to quote unquote listen to what she was saying. Get what I mean? So yeah, that happened. And let's start with her tone. She seemed really, really happy. And I attributed this to the fact that she had finished her bio test. But one of the first few things she told me was how happy she was to see me there. So it made me, you know, feel kind of warm inside knowing that, you know, speaking to me makes somebody that much, you know, happier than I'd expected them to be. And then let's move on to what we talked about. We talked about the tests. We talked about how the other tests were not as hard as this, how this wasn't too hard either. And I noticed that from what she speaks maybe she just thinks that's all our friendship is confined to but a little bit after we started talking about gender fluidity i don't even know how that came up after a talk about you know tests but yeah gender fluidity came up and then the way our teachers say boys this side girls that side came up and just started talking along those lines and from that i understood that both of us have had similar experiences we've just looked at it in two different ways like two different perspectives And then on a few matters, we had almost the same views. And that's when I realized, hey, maybe I'm not very different from her, right? I mean, there, I used to think that there was like an ocean of a difference in between us. There were all these times where she came late to class and I always come super early. Her hair was like all over the place. I, I'm not kidding. I literally smooth every single hair down every single morning just so nothing gets out of place so here i was thinking that number one i didn't like her number two she just rambles number three we're like complete opposites and i'll never mingle but there she was and her opinion of me was completely different and i truly felt really bad but i listened some more and the more she spoke and the more i listened i came to understand that she's not really such a bad person after all she's actually pretty okay this is somebody that i could talk to after an exam and then that's when i started opening up a little more too and you know i pulled whatever reserve energy i had left and just like put it into action and then we just spoke and then when i started speaking back at her with the same energy she just seemed to get so much more happier and seeing her so happy made me really happy and that was just a really really nice experience and now come to think of it when it originally happened i genuinely at the very beginning didn't think that it would actually be so fun and i'm not saying the things that we did talk about were fun because then we moved on to like an array of topics we even talked about slides and swing sets and i never thought it would be so much fun to talk about a slide as a teenager with somebody else just like not even how it's how you go down the slide of the games you play on the slide like literally just the slide what it's made of why it's in this place and just really stupid stuff like that and it was actually fun so those were my What were my key takeaways from this? Number one, maybe I should have just stopped and listened the first few times we spoke. Maybe then I would understand that we're not really that different. Number two, even though we are different in a lot of ways, we do have some things in common. And those some things are things that we can bond over. And in doing that, I just made a new friend who I thought I didn't have. But sadly, she thought I was already her friend. So I feel kind of guilty feeling, you know, realizing this whole thing so late. But yeah. just all of this stuff today really just taught me that you know 
maybe I should start listening more. This was an eye-opening incident, and this was not the first, so stay tuned for more. So, the next incident I'd like to talk about um, would probably be my pre-exam talks with my dad. Now, my dad has always been an amazing person whenever it comes to any competition or exam or anything in my life. Anytime I have to go up against somebody or all the times I've had to go up against myself, my dad is always there by my side and he's always given me these pep talks that really pushed me all the way through. Now, as a kid, um, I don't think I really understood the intensity of what he told me. He, he's told me a lot of really amazing stuff, which I think has subconsciously shaped my personality today. All the things that he's told me, you know, never give up, work harder. I think those are all a huge part of who I am today, largely because my dad constantly inculcated those values in me as a kid during all of his, you know, pre-competition pep talks. So for that, I am very, very grateful. But coming to around middle school time, um, I really didn't give too much importance to that. I would always feel as though my dad was constantly pushing me further than I had to be pushed. And I'll be honest, I never really understood how important that was until, you know, the past two years or so, ever since I turned 16, it's like, Dad, you've actually been such an important part of my life. But when I was going through that angsty preteen phase-ish, um, I, like, he would tell me a lot of stuff that were very important. He would tell me how to analyze the, how to analyze my competition, how to analyze my previous performances, how to work on being better. He would give me all those pointers and he would tell me to believe in myself, th these different ways that I could start believing in myself, how to, you know, build up that spirit, that fire within you before you go out and fight. He would tell me all of that stuff, but all I would hear would be, oh my gosh, my dad is telling me to do all this and he doesn't do half of it. Little did I know that my dad has been through all of this when he was younger and he only speaks from experience. My dad is so amazing that way. He has just done so many different things across so many different fields. He's just this treasure trove of knowledge and wisdom. It is one of my favorite things nowadays to just listen to him speak because he points out so many important things and I'm going to talk you know from the perspective of the last two years my 11th and 12th grade my dad has been beside me for everything there have been times I've gotten really really bad scores and tests and while I've seen my my friends parents just get like really pissed at them for it my dad was like always by me and he's always taught me things. He's taught me how to maximize my performance, how to get rid of distractions. And I think I really, really started listening to it. And that's when that realization, you know, that my dad is just this treasure trove of wisdom and knowledge really hit me. Um, that's when I, you know, that's the effect that listening to what he said all the time just really had on me. Maybe all those years, if I probably just, you know, 
gotten rid of that teenage angst and just like tried to understand what he was saying. Maybe I'd be in a different place, but what's happened has happened and it's made me who I am now. I'd like to share one of the things that he told me for my board exams that really played like a major role in, you know, all the exams I've written so far. He told me that no matter what happens, I know it all. I have read all this before and he told me that the brain is just a beautiful organ and usually I'm the one telling him this but then he told me the day before my first board exam he was like believe in yourself I know it's very hard to say but you really have to believe in yourself you need to believe in the ability of your beautiful mind to retrieve information you need to believe that you can do it because if you don't believe in yourself no matter how much i say or how much your friends say you'll never really have that confidence so unless you build on that confidence within you you really won't go really far you need to bring in that self-belief and he told me because I have this um, really bad habit of making really silly mistakes places where you know I switch out the subtraction for addition places where I multiply instead of divide and oh my gosh all these places where sometimes I get my expansions wrong even though that's like the one thing that I'm like super particular about all these things and another thing he told me was Gundu which is his nickname for me I need you to make sure that you evaluate the paper as many times as you want for yourself. But even after all that, do it one more time just for me. Do it just for your dad. And I am not gonna lie, that has saved me so many times, over and over. I have written four tests and in each of those four tests, it has proven to be a game changer. I'm not even kidding. That little push that he gave me to check just one more time has saved me that many times and my mind is blown because this showed me that if I listen to what my dad is saying and understand where he's coming from, I could probably improve myself in ways that I never thought I could. Before, all I would hear was my dad pushing me to go further when I thought I was broken. Now, I hear the same thing, but I'm looking at it from a different perspective. My dad just wants me to be the best at what I do. And I would never have learned this if I had continued to listen with those filters on and see my dad as a kind of person who just always wants more no matter what he gets. I have started seeing my dad as my coach, as my teacher who just never lets go no matter how far I think I've come, no matter how far I go, my dad has always shown me that there is so much more to go. And I am honestly so grateful that I decided to sit down and listen to what he had to say because without that, these boards would have gone terribly for me and I can't even imagine that happening. So yeah, what's the takeaway from this? instance i think the takeaway is probably just tuning in getting rid of what i previously had in my head getting rid of all those filters and just listening to my dad and understanding where he's coming from because he only wants the best for me that really helped me understand that number one i have somebody by my side to always push me further throughout my life and number two there's always scope for improvement and you've just got to listen you can't just 
shut yourself away the moment somebody tells you to improve. The more you listen, the more you improve, the more you move further in life. It's the people who shut their ears and lock the world away that are stuck traveling down their old, lonely, beat down road. Thank you.